what's good everybody it's your girl toya host of universal keys the people's podcast and this episode is called self-improvement i have been in this bubble of wanting to be better wanting to do better wanting to know more wanting to expand my reach and and the impact that i can have on people and a large part of the work that i've been doing is self-improvement I'm a type of person who likes to be isolated. Um, I spend a lot of time by myself. And so what I'm starting to realize is that I need people. Um, I don't know if y'all ever heard that Ari Lennox song. I think it was New Apartment, where at the end of it, she was like, wow, I need people. Um, And so that's where I am. And I think because I'm starting to reconnect, that's something that's been evident that's been happening with me more recently the more that I am reconnecting with people um the more that I'm realizing that I need people I've taken my self healing and my self-improvement journey and kind of made it my own like it's real sensitive like um who was it Lauren Hill no Erica Badu I've been real heavy on the keep in mind that I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit but in being sensitive, that's just meaning that I need to be more aware of the people that are around, not to exclude people out. Um, I feel like if anybody gets close to what I have, they could skew my thoughts or they could taint my vision or that they're somehow trying to change what I have. But in this journey to self-improvement, I'm realizing that I need my friends. I need childhood friends. I need mentors. I need connections. I need networking. And learning how to do that required me to let go of my ego a little bit. Um, Realizing that I don't know everything and that I do need to draw on the people and the things and the books and the experiences and the workshops and the classes to help improve my craft and to help help me become a better person. And what I'm starting to also realize is The more that I connect with people, the more that I learn about myself, the more open I become. I've been a person who is very much like my business is my business. My trauma is my trauma. The things that I'm feeling and experiencing, I don't want to share with them because I don't want someone to hurt my opinions, hurt my opinions, not opinions, child. I don't want them to hurt my feelings or I don't want to feel like my idea wasn't good enough or my vision wasn't strong enough. And anytime I get some advice or I get a, hey, you should try, I always am kind of like low-key side-eyeing, like, no, maybe you should try it. Or, like, I don't need anybody to tell me what to do. But I'm noticing that all of the different perspectives that I'm getting, all the books that I'm reading, the videos that I'm watching, and the friends whose advice that I'm taking, or the more that I connect with people, even if they aren't giving me advice, I'm learning so much about me through these connections that I have. And it's like, I didn't realize that this person fills me up in this way, or I didn't realize that this person drains me or makes me anxious in this way. And then the more that I connect with people, the more reach that I have, the more places that I'm putting myself in, I'm figuring out the things about me that need to be altered and the things about me that works. The character traits that I have that are good. And I don't know about some of you, 
But sometimes we get in this phase where we're so bogged down with the idea of the things that we aren't doing right, the accomplishments or the tangible accomplishments, to be more specific, that we aren't meeting, that we skip over the things about us that are good. I've just had the realization that I'm really good at feeling people's energy in the room. And that is the reason why I prefer to be isolated, to spend a lot of time by myself, is because I get overwhelmed in a space where I can feel so many people, you know? But instead of removing myself from spaces, I have to be more intentional about the spaces that I occupy. I have to be more intention about, intentional about the people that I let be close to me. And so those are the people who... As I feel them out, I start to learn about who I am. You know what I mean? The people that I'm, I'm constantly feeling or the energy that I'm constantly around, I'm noticing that I kind of soak that up, and it, it lets me realize the things that I need to work on or more intentional boundaries that I may need to set because if I'm always in the space with this person and I feel this certain energy, there is something about me that relates to that. There is something about me um that I'm that I need to analyze. For example, if I'm in a space with a person and I always feel uneasy, um, uncomfortable, if you will, and I don't even mean fear, not even anxiety, really, but there's always this sense of wondering. Um, sometimes we need to be able to check our egos at the door. Sometimes you might be a little bit of a hater. Me and my therapist just discovered that I got a little issue with jealousy, and that's something that I have to work on and work through. But we try to shy away from naming the things that are, um, how would I say this? We try to shy away from the things within ourselves that are unfavorable, if you will. Nobody wants to say that they're jealous. Nobody wants to say that they're insecure about another thing, about another person, about another situation or relationship that they may not be a part of that they're close to. But it's important to be able, and it gives you so much power. I found that in this work that I've been doing on myself, it's given me so much power and so much more self-awareness and just awareness of how I move and show up in spaces to be able to name those really scary character flaws that I have had. But... I also am acknowledging that I wouldn't have known to work on these things if I didn't name it. If I didn't know that I was harboring jealousy um, or I was harboring ego, I wouldn't know to acknowledge them in certain spaces because now I know there's a pattern for who I'm around or what I'm doing when I feel this way and being able to analyze it. And just because you feel a certain thing, that doesn't necessarily mean the situation isn't what you perceive it as is just the way that you're filtering it and reacting to it is what needs to change. Sometimes shit is a little weird and it is how it seems, but the way that you handle situations is something that we all need to work on and myself in particular. Like intuition is one thing, but um delusion is something completely different and sometimes y'all try to justify I ain't even gonna say y'all we try to justify the things that we're delusional about or that don't have any real rhetoric or logic to back them up by saying it's our intuition but those two things aren't interchangeable you know what I'm saying and so what I want us to know and understand is that the more you are able to freely and confidently name some of the things that you need to work on within yourself, the easier it is to stop yourself from having to feel those feelings, to have those thoughts, to have those emotions versus trying to name them as something else to make you feel better in the moment. 
You feel me? And a lot of what I also realize is that when we have these feelings that we're not happy about, when you secretly, you know what I'm saying, being a hater, when you know you're not on your shit, when you know you're not proud of the things that you're doing, we tend to project. And we always like to be on the opposite end, telling people like, you need to look out for this type of person that's around you or this type of person may not really be the best business partner. This type of person may not be the best friend. But sometimes we need to be able to say, I am not being the best person in this job, in this relationship, in this friendship, in this business partnership. Sometimes I'm not being my best. And when you can recognize, acknowledge, and genuinely do the hard work to become your best self, it's easier for you to pinpoint what is weird out there that you're getting. Because sometimes we like to say we're getting weird energy. Sometimes we like to say that somebody acting funny or somebody always got something to say to you, but you're actually somebody who runs from accountability and self-awareness. Yeah, I'm going to say that again. We love to point the finger at people who make us feel things that are uncomfortable and try to name that they're not the best friend, the best partner, the best um, boss. But sometimes you're just running away from the accountability. We are in a day and age where truth is is um, offensive to some people. And those are actually the people that you need to be afraid of. And that is something that you need to fix right away with yourself. Just because somebody tells you something that is true and it makes you feel uncomfortable, that is not an attack. That person is not your enemy. We love to point fingers at other people just because they make us feel uncomfortable. But to be completely honest, if somebody truly loves you, they are going to tell you exactly what needs to be said. They're not going to filter it. They're not going to sugarcoat it. And that is love. That is accountability. That is somebody who sees you off of your grind, sees you not doing what you're supposed to do, sees you not keeping yourself the way you, sh you should um, or you usually do keep yourself. Seeing someone or s someone who sees that you're not honoring your boundaries and they're calling you out on it, that's not an attack. That's accountability. Versus you should be more afraid of the person who's around you every single day, the person that calls themselves your friend, but they won't tell you when you got something in your nose. They won't tell you when you falling off on your routine. They won't tell you that they notice that you're doing a little bit less than yourself or for yourself that you usually do. That means that, that person doesn't love you enough to see you win. They're comfortable with seeing you fall off. And those are the people that you should be on the lookout for. And then when you can name that and somebody makes you feel uncomfortable and then you can tell them, like, I'm only telling you this because I know this is what you can do. Now, I know we got some little shady backhanded comments from some people. I'm not excusing those. Some people are always pointing out the negative. And I think the way that you can tell the difference or the way that you can let somebody know if you are delivering these difficult messages, um, something that you can do is make sure that you reassure them of where you want to see them go. Because I can tell somebody all day, like, why you got that on? Why you you getting fat? You eating too much versus saying, like, yo, friend, like, you ain't been to the gym. What's going on? You used to be on it. What's going on, friend? Like, you you ain't really keeping yourself together. Like, I know you have been. I need you to fix this. What's Like, friend, you you been at this job and you complain about it every day. You ain't been filling out job applications. Somebody who truly loves you is going to name what it is but tell you what you need to do that's better. So keep 
keep those two things clear and keep that in awareness for yourself when you kind of take offense to people checking you. And so what I mean when I say um, self-improvement is not um, an independent activity, if you want to get better, you need people around you who are going to push you to do that. You need people around you who want to see you improve. Yeah, and I pause on that. If you are on a journey for self-improvement, you have to spend your time and attention with people who want to see you improve. Not everybody wants that. Not everybody is going to understand that I'm just taking a moment for myself. I've been away from you for a little bit, but it got nothing to do with you and everything to do with me. And when you're able to explain that to them and they like, yo, I did miss you. I was wondering what was going on, but I get it and I got you what you need. Those are your people. You need to be around people who are like, yo, I want to see you do better. How can I help? And I'm not even just talking about a particular thing. And we get in this mindset, and I know we're in a day and age where hustle culture is a thing. And I think I'm going to do a full episode about, like, how hustle culture can be counterproductive. But you need to also know and understand that everything that you're doing for self-improvement isn't tangible. Self-improvement doesn't mean you're going to the gym every day. That may not be your ministry, child. I'm trying to get in a mindset. I really, I say all the time, I wish I loved the gym, but I'm getting there. You know what I mean? Self-improvement could just be a diet change. Self-improvement can mean you're not smoking as much. Self-improvement can mean that you are staying connected and making phone calls to people that you love and care about. But you need people around you who want to see you do better in that, who want to see your mental health get better. If you just say, I want to get outside every day, self-improvement is having the people around you that are going to make sure that that happens. Because sometimes people think that they're helping you when they're actually just putting their visions and their burdens, I'm not even going to call them burdens because that's not the the vibe that I want to give this episode, but sometimes people can really genuinely have your best interest at heart, but what they're actually doing is kind of like shifting their wants and needs and goals and aspirations onto you, and it can feel daunting at times. So having a sense of self-awareness can help you differentiate the two. Like, is this your passion that you're trying to put on me? Is this your work ethic that you're trying to put on me? Or is this genuinely something that you see within me or that you notice that I've lacked in? And that's why it's important to have people and be intentional about the people you have around you because it takes away some of that gray area for what you actually want to do and what actual what people are actually trying to put on you to do. Um, so when I think about self-improvement, what I want us to know and understand is that self-improvement happens when we have people around us. It's not an independent activity, okay? You can... You can Go within yourself, and it's important to gain a sense of self-awareness, but understanding that if you want to improve, you have to have people around you who are also in the business of self-improvement, who are in the business of accountability, who are in the business of loving you and wanting what's best for you, and you can't do that with everybody. It's okay to have to categorize people in your life. Just because you're in a particular category in my life doesn't mean I don't love you. It just means that I have to handle you a little bit differently because the focus that I have doesn't align with the way that you may do things right now or it doesn't align with the focus that you have right now. That does not mean and we get in this idea or this mindset that everybody around us has to be doing what we're doing. That is something that I'm realizing doesn't work for me because what happens 
if I'm surrounding myself with a group of people who are podcasting or wanting to do what I do, what happens when I need a break from it? What happens when I am dealing with life outside of being a podcaster, dealing with life outside of building a business, and I just need to sit down? Um, and I don't know why this keeps playing in my head. My best friend came here um, the other day. She's a flight attendant, and she had a trip here where I am. And we went out for dinner, and I was kind of just explaining to her, like, you know, it's great being here. I have people around me who push me, who motivate me. But being somewhere where you're not from or being somewhere where you don't really have your people with you, it gets exhausting to have to constantly be in spaces and introduce yourself and give your backstory or try to re re-explain situations or get people to understand you that that gets exhausting and that I told her like that's something that I've really been feeling I've been exhausted with constantly trying to let people know who I am and what she said to me was like she said yeah friend I understand sometimes you want to come into a room or sometimes you just want to come in a room and sit down and be you and I don't know why that stuck with me but on my journey to self-improvement, I still need the space to just come in a room and be. Not come in a room and network, not come in a room and and organize, not come in a room and plan. Sometimes I just want my people and I want to come in a room and just be. And that's also important. So understanding that you have to make space for every part of you. Just because you've taken on something new, just because you've decided that you want to do this new thing or you want to improve in this new way or pick up this new hobby, it's still important to stay in touch with the inner parts of you and the people who bring that out. And when she said that, I instantly felt a relief. You know what I mean? I instantly felt like you see me and I don't have to do all the explaining. You know what I mean? I don't have to backtrack. Um reasoning for who I am and what I am and what I've been. It's like you've seen me and all you're looking for in this space is your best friend. All that you're looking for in this space is Toya. And I think we forget that. I have been in the mode and the mindset where it's like hustle, grind, grow, network, meet, exchange information. Who are you? What do you do? Why are you important? And in that space and in that moment, it felt good to just sit down and be myself. Um, so that interaction meant a lot more to me than I think she even knew. And it was because I realized that in that space, even with everything happening around me, yes, I'm improving myself in business. Yes, I'm improving my mental health. Yes, I'm improving how I handle relationships. Yes, I'm improving on communication skills that I'm having with people. But in that moment, all I needed to do was sit down. I wasn't in improvement mode. So on the journey to self-improvement, I think I said all that to say you need people that allow you to just be. In the journey to self-improvement, you need people that are going to push you to become. In the journey of self-improvement, you also need to have a sense of awareness and why and harness yourself in that. Okay? Understand that you are dynamic. Understand that I don't care who you are what your self-improvement looks like. I don't care what goal it is that you are trying to reach. 
honor every phase, every minute, every day of who you are. You are a dynamic individual. You are not stoic. You are forever changing. So that means that the people, the things, the thoughts around you are always changing. Your energy may be changing, and that's okay. But accept yourself. Accept your self-improvement journey and understand that it's not a destination and you're going to need different people along the way. With that being said, thank you all for joining me for another episode of Universal Tees. I cannot wait to see, hear, and talk to you all soon. If you are listening on any streaming platform, please share this with you if it resonated. Or if you know somebody that needs to just listen to it, make sure that you leave a comment and review. And all of my contact information will be in the show notes. I also have a newsletter that I would love for you to join so you'll know about all things going on Universal Tees. I love y'all. Bye.